Philly somewhere. Really appreciate everybody. Shout out to all of the notification squad. Shout out to your notification gang. I'm going to try to keep it by a couple of minutes here, right? The unknown. The unthinkable. The unforgettable. The draft time for your mind, right? As we peruse and cruise down this thing, just understand, it is what it is. Let's go. Tell me not, tell me not and mourn for numbers. Life is but an empty dream for a soul is dead that slumbers and things are not what they seem. Life is real and life is earnest and the grave is not his goal. Dust thy art to dust returneth was not even spoken of the soul. In his worlds of broad fields of battle and bivions of chance be not like a dumb driven cattle, but be a hero in the strife. Lives of great men all remind us we can live our lives sublime and departing. Leave behind us footprints on the mighty sands of time. Cowboy Nation, my name is Law Nation. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to find ways to understand this. You know, the draft is always a fickle process. The draft is always a weird, weird story that you tell to your friends about three years from now, right? Everybody can remember what they was doing when we drafted LVE, right? I'm quite sure that people can remember the time of what was going on when the Cowboy Nation drafted Desmond Bryan. Oh, we remember when everything changed. When the Cowboys decided to draft hmm, Bobby Carpenter, right? <laughs> or, or Tyron Smith, right? We, we, we remember, you know, just polar opposites of the two. But that's just what the 
draft do, right? It just makes you feel a different type of way. Now, around this time, I have to be earnest with you guys. I have to be real. No, no placebo law. There's people or I guess owners, general managers, personnel, staff, and beyond that would like to throw fillers. Would like to sully the waters a little bit, right? They would like to uh, craft a different type of reality to you. And you and we will be buying in, not just you all, but we, we all will be buying in. Because it's such a, a cycling type of information story that when you get around to the draft portion, you can say, man, I love defense. This <laughs> is a chess game right now, baby. Oh, I love defense. But the whole time you're looking at that offensive player. Right? The whole time you sitting there saying, how can I squeeze and finagle and throw my opposition away? You know, lead them astray. Tell them tales that they be thinking like, man, maybe I could just go ahead and move up and get such and such. And the whole time the Cowboys might have their eye on, on Michael Parson, right? Truth be told, you know, that's what they're talking about. That's, that's the word on the street. You know, Michael Parson, right? Shout out to you, Mike. Appreciate you for jumping in and being in and part of this thing on the Facebook group. I really appreciate you. Shout out to Jessica. I know you part of the notification gang. And also 209 in the house. Appreciate you. Um, Shout out to you, K Money. Appreciate you for jumping in. And Sports Demon. Appreciate you, Demon. Uh, thank you for jumping in. Um, He says... Or he or she says, has anyone told you you look like James Harden? I'm nine years older than James Harden. So James look like law. But I appreciate you, though. Shout out to James Harden. Hey, can they miss identify me and give me one of his checks? That would be nice. Man, if I get one of his paychecks, man, don't y'all know what I do for the nation? <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Y'all talking about draft coverage now. Woo-woo. It'll be crazy. Jason, what's good with you? Thank you for jumping in. It will be crazy. You know, people like, man, that law, man, he got doggone, he got enough money to be flying around with Jerry, Wine, Jones, right? He in the helicopter with them. <laughs> yeah, I'll be with the, we're in the star, tuning in, Law Nation. With Jerry and John Stephen Jones and Charlotte Jones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, or I'll probably um, get into some of that real estate business that they got over there in the uh, Frisco area. Really nice. Speaking of real estate business, that is what J.C. Horn, you know, he's in the real estate business. Uh, Sports Demon says, uh. I'm a dude, not a girl. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Just got to make sure, you know, people with names these days. But shout out to you, you know. <laughs> Appreciate you. I, I'm not poking fun at you. You know, it's just my sense of humor. Um, charge it to my head, not my heart. Right? 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 Um, <clears throat> here's the situation, Cowboy Nation. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are in that, in that tight window space. And, and, I, and I said uh, a video last week that they actually 
in the glory. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, Jerry said he wanted some of that, and we are right in that sweet spot because either I'm with the belief the Cowboys should sit and wait because you're going to get a, a high-quality type of player regardless, and we can run the draft simulator time and time and time and time again. And what happened here is that you would get players that people would say, man, ain't no way on my mama, on my hood. <laughs> ain't no way <laughs> you know ain't no way he gonna get this guy or ain't no way this guy is going to fall in this particular direction and i did two mock drafts and i said man you know what i'm not well collectively three i did one way before the season even started right and you know some guys recommitted back to, to their colleges, and everybody said, hey, law, you're wrong. And I said, wait a minute, hold on. This was before they even declared that they was going to even go to the pros. It was just some, some good fun fillers. And then I did another mock draft, whereas everything was in reverse order. Um, some people pretty liked that one. You know, they were like, yeah, it was good, da, da, da. But this would never happen. And then I did another one, and I'm talking about the ones on my pre-recorded, and, and people are like, ain't no way. But it's an automation of the simulation. So I have no control of it, and that's the way I like to do mock drafts. I want to I wanna have a feeling like we really don't have any control of it. Shout out to you, Extreme Assassin. Appreciate you for jumping in. I, and Sadiq with Charles, appreciate you. Uh, she says, good morning, Cowboy Nation. I like that. You know, you know time is relative, right? You know, it may be early to some people. It may be late to others. Uh, I got a guy named Italy Joe. He jumps on, and it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, when he jumps on, when I jump on during the daytime. So it just it just depends. <laughs> but, but you guys get what I'm saying. All right, so when we talk about the draft, the unthinkable, sometimes things happen. Show of hands who predicted that the Cowboys last year Going to draft C.D. Lamb. People might have did it in a few of their mocks, but but they wouldn't put real money on it, right? Nobody was reaching in their pocket saying, hey, man, I got a 1,000. I got a stack right now. I got a couple racks that I'm going to put down that the Dallas Cowboys are going to draft C.D. Lamb. If you were that guy, you, you got James Harden money, right? <laughs> and I don't think that nobody thought that Diggs would drop all the way to the second round. The Cowboys had actually Trayvon Diggs in their first round category. They thought that he was going to go early. But look how being patient made this thing work for the Cowboys. And when you talk about that, when you look at everything from A to Z, you would say to yourself, shout out to you, Marcus Callaway, the best way. Appreciate you for jumping in and being part of this Cowboys Nation. Y'all check out his content. And when we look at everything from A to Z, we say, man, the draft is always a book. I did a, a pre-quick mock draft. Let me see if I can click through it right quick. And this is what I just did right when the show, when I was doing a little moving around, dancing around. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys drafted with the first pick, J.C. Horn. Some people would say, fight, fight cry, moan, and say, hey, that's too rich, law. They could trade back a little bit and get a different type of player. But 
what I like to look at in Dylan, he's pretty nice. Uh, 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 the kid that's with the 44th pick. And Jamar Johnson, man, he's a sleeper in his draft with the 75th pick. And the interior guy, uh, Ben Cleveland, hey, that's neither here nor there. But when we look at this, I can see people right now. Ain't no way Dylan drops to the 44th pick. But that's just how this world works. And quite frankly, to be honest and be real and transparent with you guys, that's how this draft is going to work over too. It's always going to be different. Shout out to you, John. Law, I'll be in Cleveland to watch the NFL draft. I'll see they would uh, they would have trade up for him, blah, blah, blah. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. That was from John Durden. And then uh, shout out to my dog, K Money. Here's the situation. Here is the situation. And let me uh, fix my groove up a little bit. I like it when you can see your, your results. I like it like that. There you go. Yeah. Here's the situation, Cowboy Nation. I will be heading on vacation in a couple of weeks. I'll be back for the draft, but I will be giving you guys my unbelievable, uh, unthinkable coverage on my vacation time because y'all know I, I love the nation and I always think of ways to talk and communicate. So when I go on vacation, y'all go on vacation. How about that? Deshaun Taylor, appreciate you so much for your love and adulations. Your 999 HBO special. Appreciate you. What's good, Law? Stay blessed. My G, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, CJ, Cowboys are into horn. They are. They are into horn, and I'm not saying the one with the P. They are into Horn, J.C. Horn, because he, here's the situation. Uh, remember, uh-oh, <laughs> that's just a flash. All right, so remember uh, this groove right here, Cowboy Nation. When we talk about leading the stray, we hear the um, sensationalists, uh, we hear the, the newsworthiness of, of, of the Cowboys might move up to get Cal Pitts or the Cowboys might think about trading up. And all we can think about is that, no, Cowboys, please, please, for God Almighty, just stay firm. Do not, do not try to get too cute with this. If you just stay in your place, then something will fall right in your laps. It will it'll flat out fall right in your hands. You know, be anxious for nothing. Don't, look, don't be looking into this thing and, and sitting there saying, man, we need to get it right now. With that first pick, the 10th overall draft pick, there will be some quality. Where my, where, where, my, where my music at? Where my music at? Where my music at? Give me one second. There will be some quality. There will be some quality dogs there. You know, you can find the music, but I got the dog. There will be some quality dogs there. It will be a situation where when we're looking at this draft, we will be saying to ourselves, okay, quarterback gone, okay, yay. Another quarterback gone, okay, yes, yes, yes. Another quarterback gone, oh, wow. And then when when the tent pick come around, we're gonna be like this. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. <laughs> we we will. We will be yelling, yes. Uh let me see what we got right here. Hey Law. Uh this is from Adrian Matthews. Uh it says I like 
that if you are on vacation, we are on vacation. I'm always tuned into Law Nation. Appreciate you. Appreciate you for your love and adulations. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you. Um, I'll be all the way on the west west coast side of things, and and it's it's more like workcation vacation, but I, I label it as vacation, so it is like that. Uh, Jessica, uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, lines of prayers are both open on. Yeah, yeah, we praying. We praying for those who are mourning, those who are are, are feeling ill, and, and these sorts of things. Law with the tenth pick of the twenty twenty one draft, uh, the Dallas Cowboys select. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. No, no worries. Don't worry about a thing. Cause every little thing gonna be alright. <laughs> Let me make it so I can really play it. Yeah, yeah, here we go. So whenever we want to hear that chime for your mind, you, we can just play it right there, right on time. All right, so here here's the situation, Cowboy Nation. Let's run it again. We're gonna run this mock draft again and we'll see what we're gonna come up with. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I can't wait to here we go again. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The time for your mind. All right. So let me go right here. Just bear with me. We're going to save it. Nope. We're going to. What do we got to do? Bam. Get back out of there. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bear with me, Cowboy Nation. Yeah, that's the tea we like. You see the sponsors and everything for that particular platform. They got, what is that, ravioli, Tom Thumbs? Shout out to Tom Thumbs. Shout out to Tom Thumbs. And watch, I'm just going to go with Quick Foe. Let's go with a Quick Foe. I like automatic. Let me speed the thing up. Speed it up fast. Let's go. Yeah. The unthinkable. Yeah. Y'all can see that on your screen. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Watch how this thing roll, baby. Shout out to your cowboy fan. 19 of 73. Herrera, appreciate you. Hey, if Farley drops to the second, man, that would be nice, right? Pittman, Pittman, I see you, fam. Yeah. Robinson, Eddie, what's good? Eddie, ready for the draft, huh? Toby, 616, I ain't going to even hold you to that one. <laughs> you know, my thing is, my dog Toby 616 said, man, if that's the case, the Cowboys should have just tanked for uh, Kyle Pitts if they're going to do all of that finagling and moving up. I, I'm with the belief that I never will will say, hey, yeah, we should, we should tank, we should tank. But I don't want to sell off valuable real estate to move up to get a player that the draft is always a crap shot. And on top of that, there's no real, real, true, like, okay, this guy is going to be hands and shoulders down the best. Like, what's a, what are transferable or relatable talent from 
the collegiate level to the pros, the easiest position to transfer from, like to transpose the information that you know on the collegiate level or the college level over to the pros. I would say running back, right? Right, Because if you can run behind a good offensive line or you can run and create space on the NFL, well, on the collegiate level, nine times out of ten, you can run just a little bit on the pro pro level. That that ain't that hard. But uh, other positions, man, it's it's a um, it's a growth. It's a how can I put this? It's a learning curve, right? It's it's a, one of those things where you can say, man, man, on this level, I was just killing it, but on on the next level. It's it just a harder learning curve. Like when I saw Jalen Ramsey, his first year, it took him a minute. He was running around with uh, like like concrete feet. I mean, you even saw somehow like the brother was crying because he got burnt, you know, because he didn't he didn't got you know used on a play. So it takes time sometimes. But the modern day football, the modern day level does not give you that longitude and latitude. When you drafted early, they want you to start. Now, it used to be a saying with football, with quarterbacks, it takes four to five years. Maybe uh, uh, at the latter part of the fifth year, you can really see that quarterback turning corners. But but now people want it. People got the fast food mentality. They say, man, I want my, my shake, my burger, my fries now. I want this guy to be playing like Joe Montana now because such and such was able to do it, and this guy was able to do it. So people got that fast food mentality, and even with, like, wide receivers, they want wide receivers to be – like, people think that C.D. Lamb was really on Amari Cooper's level day one. I, I've seen it. I heard Cowboy fans say and lament to me, law, dog, C.D. Lamb is better than Amari Cooper. And C.D. Lamb don't even believe that yet, you know. But I, I, I feel them. His expectations may be high. His potentials may be high of that. But right now he's still semi-lacking. He's still a baby. I mean, his legs look like toothpicks out there with the strony arms. You like he get hit, he fold up like a pretzel. But although he got hard and he bounces right back up, but he ain't ready for it yet. That's why, you know, in certain situations, you put too much pressure on it, bust a pipe. That's why he was playing volleyball with the bats- with the football, right? Y'all remember that, about to say basketball, but he was double dribbling that thing because he did have plethora of drops. Now, granted, I think that the sky, and I ain't going to put sky as a limit, you know. <laughs> Let, let's stop saying the sky is a limit because there's footprints on the moon, right? But we got to give these young kids time, right? So let's see what we got here. Uh, Eddie says Dak went off his rookie year in certain parameters, right? It, and I'm not going to go in back and forth of, of, of hitting people with the element of surprise. And, and we got to understand this. I love Dak Prescott, right? We, we know that he's the goat round here. You know, he's a future goat, right? Greatest of all time. <laughs> I know I'm going to get some hate mail for that. But – I want people to understand that the kid, he had to go through a whole lot of growing pains. So the Dak Prescott that we're going to benefit now, what we see now, or what we're going to see now, ooh, how does song go? Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's see this thing. Let's see this thing, what we got over here. All right, so naturally, let me be nosy a little bit. 
So the Jacksonville Jaguars, they went and got Law, okay? Zach went to uh, the New York Jets. This would be the logical reasoning right here for them to go with Trey Lance. Uh, Mac, who? So look at this. This, this is what we, like, like my dog Tony Baker would say. Y'all follow his Instagram. He'd be like, look who you came to see, everybody. You know, so this would be the logical way. Quarterback, 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 four of them. One, two, three, four. Because <laughs> I can't do fifth. All right, so uh, Jamar Chase, that that's that's like giving your best friend a shout-out, right? Because Joe Burrow need his best friend, and Jamar Chase is right there, and the bank is open. All right, so Cal Pitts is gone. Y'all see that? Are you able to see that? Um, he's gone to Miami. Sewell has gone to Detroit, and one can argue that golf need every help that he can find. And I think in the second round, they probably go with a wide out or what have you. Carolina Panthers go with Rashawn Slater. Yeah, and I believe that, that probably will happen, Cowboy Nation. Why? Well, when you got a guy that you think that he think that he see ghosts and you made some real, real capitalization to move – and trade and move some stuff around to get them. You want to protect them. And Denver, Denver Broncos went with Justin Fields. Huh. Oh. So they solidified the defense with, with Fuller. Uh, last year they went and got some uh, a wide receiver they drafted, I think Henry Ruggs, right? Why not go ahead and staple that up with uh, Justin Fields? Now, now here, here's the issue. In the chat, I really appreciate you guys. But in the chat, do y'all think is Drew Locke is on that team, right? He's on the Denver Broncos. Is Drew Locke on the Denver Broncos? Y'all, y'all, y'all let me know. Uh, is he is he done done or uh, is is he like a? Um, let me see. I'm not gonna call him a bust, but did they give up too quickly on him? Is that a situation? Look with the 10th pick, you know, the 10th pick, the Dallas Cowboys select. Patrick Sertan, you know, so they went and got him. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Cowboy fan 1112 says he done, dog. Lock. Is a lock to be a bust. Laugh out loud. Denver hasn't found a quarterback since Manning left. Yeah, did they, did they give that other guy, that tall guy, Brock Osweiler? What was this his name? Did they give him a big bag? Right. Didn't luck. I said Drew Lock. <laughs> not 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 the luck kid. Yeah, he gone. He 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 retired. Tired. Gracia, I think that the horn would be. A fabulous piece for this team. Shout out to you, Jay Farm. Appreciate you for jumping in. Uh, let's see what we have here. Y'all can see all of that. That's good. All right. So, for some reason, on uh, this particular profile, I'm not able to go any further. So, I just got to go to user pick to see who all we got. Let's see who all we got. Okay. Let me know if y'all can see all of that. Yep. Y'all should be able to see all of that. All right, so the Cowboys with the 10th pick, they went and got a Patrick Sertan. All right, so 
Oh, they went with uh, Landon Dickerson, interior guy from uh, Alabama. I know a lot of people saying, hey, man, why not Christian Barmore at that point? Uh, let me see. And then they got a Peyton Turner. And he, he's in the middle of the road edge guy to me. Uh, Hunter Long with the 99th pick. And Jalen, Jalen uh, Tyman, he's so underrated uh, from Pitts, uh, from Pittsburgh. He's so underrated. And they went with uh, Walker Little for offensive tackle. If I were to do like a pre-recorded video of this and break everybody down, I, I can hear the people like, oh, this is so terrible. This is horrible, you know. <laughs> but uh, with the 99th pick, I can actually see the Cowboys going with Hunter Long. I, I, I can really see that. Uh Uh, shout out to you, Extreme Assassin. He says, oh, OMG, sorry. DMX is alive. Apologize deeply. He's fighting for his life. But may he continue to fight when the end comes for him, you know. He, he's fighting for his life. Uh, J Farm D says, if the Cowboys take a cornerback at number 10, I'm going to lose it. This is from Jay. And and, and Jay got uh, some great assessments on the reason why uh on the reason why on the reason why um uh they shouldn't go that way in these sorts of things. Landon Dickerson is a great uh center. This is from uh Pittman. Lander Landon Dickerson or Alex Leatherwood. Who who would you guys would rather have? Uh, this list is missing a dang on free safety. Uh, we can run it back. We're gonna run it back this time. Let's run it back with um, we'll run it back with some actual uh, guys that we can really uh, dive deep into. Like let's like let's run it back with like mm, let's do the full seven. Let's do the full seven if that can work out with everybody. We'll do the full seven. And we'll play some Brian Broaddus, too, before we uh, conclude this episode. Uh, let me get this out the way. Give me one second. We'll, we'll run the full. We'll run the full thing, then. Let's, let's run the full one. Let's run the full one, Cowboy Nation. Y'all bear with me. baby yeah let's full throttle this thing out shout out to everybody that's got that vampire blood in them shout out to everybody like this noise yeah i know that do something to you go so hard man you can just you can just chill with that beat uh i want to answer this question here um let me see if we give credit to the name uh john durden says why the cowboys didn't sign kj Wright? i got conspiracy man it's late at night we could do some conspiracy talk 
if you guys don't mind, right? We talk about numbers all the time. Uh, we talk about how valuable those numbers are. And, and and somebody brought up a good point when I made my video this morning. They were saying that law, you know, Jerry will actually benefit by uh, allowing these players to switch numbers, right? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I just think that sometimes the, the, the Jones family, and I'm not talking about them because I love them dearly, right? And and they can keep me a call and I'll backpedal like smoothly, like Deion Sanders. We'd be like, man, Law, man, what was your stance on that, man? You don't have the lot to kick it, dog. Why you all of a sudden... Why are you all of a sudden switching your stance? Because Jerry gave me a call. <laughs> Who had to know? Jerry. <laughs> What's up, Jerry? I got some wine for you, man. It ain't Boone's form, but it's, it'll get you right. It, it may be some yellowtail, whatever we got in the, uh, in, <laughs> in the wine draw over there. But neither here nor there. I think that the Cowboys still are in fear of competition. I think that the Cowboys also got strong love and adulations for their players. I think that the Cowboys really, really, really never show tough love for one, especially on those that's like the untouchables. And for two, I think the Cowboys really looked into this thing and said, no, we like our guys. I don't want no competition on Jalen. I want no competition on LVE. I want no competition for Neil because this is the way we kind of mapped out everything. We made the wise move. We're going to look like the wise guys. And sometimes that can be our, our own fault right there. And I'm talking about when I say R, the Cowboys. Because the right and natural thing would be you want two mil? You want two milli? I will be in the room with KJ and sitting there saying, okay, you want two years. I want to give you one year. Let's meet in the middle. Let's pull out a contract that will give you crazy incentives. Let's give you crazy, crazy incentives. If you hit this marker, you'll get this amount of money. If you hit that marker, you will get this extra year. Because I know before the start of the season, you will be 32, which is long in the tooth. And with that same mindset – Let's look at another team. I was hearing, like, for example, when Nagamakin, I can't say this man's name, Sue, y'all remember Sue, <laughs> when he was on the market before he went to Tampa Bay, a lot of Cowboy fans were sitting there saying that, hey, that tooth is too long, law. You're not going to get a lot of productions. I believe what he like, 33, 34. But at the time, he was like 32. And a lot of people uh, was looking at it like, 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 nah, man, nah, man, nah, man, you know. And my thing is, Cowboy Nation, we got to look at it like this. You got to will and deal. You got to be able to look into this situation and bring forth the competition, bring forth the the mindset that everybody got to fight and claw for their positions. But by, by being too cute and being too laissez-faire, these type of things happen, right? Uh, let me read some more of your comments. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steve Worthy says DMX is still alive. Take the post down. Now, Steve, come on. Now, I'm Law Nation. I'm not Saw Nation or Raw Nation or, or Fall Nation. You think I'm going to take a post down because you said so? Let, let, let's be real about it. You take it down. My thing is, I said rest in peace for DMX. 
And if he's still alive, let's put a prayer out there. So go and go under that post and pray for the brother. That's all you got to do is pray for him. Because when I say rest in peace, it's still rest in power. So and, and think about this, Cowboy Nation and everybody else that's listening. When you go on from this earth, absent from the body is present with the Lord. You are in a better place. So being on this world, you fighting, you fighting left and right. So even if he's gone, he's in a better place with no more pain, no more worries, no more trials and tribulations for the nation. So if you feel Stevie, Steve, if you feel like like this is the mighty power of social media, Steve, if you feel like, hey, man, it, it should be taken that go to your page, go to your Facebook page. And say, man, the guy is still alive. He's fighting for his life. He's in a vegetative state, but he's still alive. He, he continue to fight. So put that on your page. That's all I'm saying. All right, so that's, that was a little <laughs> law nationism right there. So uh, Jay Lombardi says, we never have a real coach like that again because Zeke and Jalen both would have seen the bench if they had Jimmy type of coach. They don't tolerate failure no matter how much you are paid. This is from my dog, Jay Lombardi. Man, you spit nothing but the truth. Um, so it's, it's all about how you can get grabs of hold to yourself and say, man, let me put forth. Let me put forth the best product available. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys are not, but from the perception from the outside looking in, Man, man, oh, man, if you let in two years get in the way, come on, you know, bring bring forth the competition and let these guys fight tooth and nail for it. Let them do that. Uh, let's see from right here. Let's see what we got from this part of it again. Let me be a little nosy there. And I'm not trying to call nobody out. You know, I, I, trust me, I'm not trying to call nobody out when I, when I speak. That's just how I speak with a lot of passion. But I want people to understand, stay in your lane in life. Stay in your category. When you, when you got your own product, that's why it's called, it's not called us tube, right? It's called YouTube. It's not called multi-book. It's called Facebook. It's your individual platform. It is your voice. It's your reason. It's your opinion. It's your thought. Be, be transparent in your delivery, but also stand firm in your belief and spit your thoughts, but never spit other people words of passion, spit your mind and you'll go further on these platforms. That's all I'm saying, but let's continue to move. Uh, they go with uh, once again, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Then they go with Cal Pitts with the Atlanta Falcons, Jamar chase. That seems like that's the situation for them. Oh, and the Cowboys take a different approach and they go roll with what? Rashawn Slater, Northwestern, offensive tackle. Now, that is a great move right there, Cowboy Nation, because now we can look at it like, okay, the offensive line for your mind is now solidified. Oh, man, the offensive line now is all gravy. Oh, the offensive line now is all one piece. Man, <laughs> that will help this team out tremendously. But let's look at the full, full picture. Because this is seven rounds. They got an edge guy, Joe. Oh, my goodness. They got a guy that can be in around. He 
Just so they got Joe Tyron, okay. All right, so they got the interior Tommy, okay. Is it Togaya? You know, I'm messing this guy's name up. Uh, then they got Benjamin, uh, cornerback from Minnesota. Not bad. They got your dog, Cisco, with the 115th pick. You know, he, he's one of the guys that I like. Watch this. We can play this again. Let me squeeze all the way back. Yeah, they draft Cisco, and he's not going to release the dragon. <laughs> Cisco with the C. So that's not bad with Syracuse. My thing is, a lot of people got their their, their ill feelings of Cisco. They, a lot of people don't like Cisco, uh, but he once led the the nation in interceptions and turnovers and takeaways. So that's pretty good. They went and got David Moore, the writer from DallasCowboys.com. Oh, they went and got David Moore, interior offensive lineman from Grambling. Uh, not bad at all. Uh, Slater is the pick. This is from Jay Form. Uh, shout out to you, Garrett Wallow, uh, linebacker from TCU. Of course, they went and got Nick uh, Eubanks. Do do anybody know that much of Nick? Because I, I I don't have, I don't know that much of Nick right there. Um, from Michigan. Do y'all y'all think he's nice? Do y'all know the Mississippi State KJ? Whoa, man! What 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 a good understudy he would be under Dak Prescott. And they got the edge kid Malcolm Kuntz, who is a wiry build, but he he's pretty much he's pretty much an outside linebacker, but he can play edge. Three four would probably be his primary suit, but now he, he you know in a four three he'll be on the edge there, so that could be a good situation for us, Malcolm Kuntz. Um, I've seen some mocks to get him in the fifth fifth round, so it, for about him being falling all the way to the seven, that's not bad. Fifth and sixth round, so that's not bad. Uh, Law, uh, this is from, from Jay Form. Took Richie Grant in this simulation, yeah. Yeah, Richie Grant, you would have took Richie. Yeah, and he ain't got no trades right here. So, all right, Cowboy Nation, that's how that thing rolled. Let's listen to Brian Broaddus and uh, 105.3 The Fan on what they had to say, and we'll bounce back and forth with some Q&As and things like that. Um, never heard of Nick. Y'all let me know of these guys. Man, we still in a growing phase, and even after the draft. I tell people this all the time. Nobody got a crystal ball. Nobody would know everything about a player. Nobody would know this and that about a player. Sometimes players change once they get into the pros and once they land under a certain philosophy, a scheme, or once they land under a certain system, a change of environment, no longer studying and these sorts of things uh, on the craft. And they, sometimes players do pick up a lot of things. Uh, Dallas says, uh, let's see what we have here. Boom. Let me pull this up because I like to put your names out there. Dallas says, um, let me see. Slater, dumb pick. Dallas. How? (laughs) How can you, how can you let that roll off your tongue, man? Um, uh, I'm curious. Slater, uh, Slater's dumb pick. Uh, Dallas, how? How? It's not a sexy pick, right? It's not something that you would sit back and say, "Man, I would like to see that lingerie." 
Oh, I like to see that in some high heels, right? I think that your uh, your skilled offensive players are always the lingerie. I, I think that they will always be the ones uh, that you would say from a female perspective, not these guys, of course, uh, that you would like to see in lingerie, right? So it's not that. I think it is a solid pick, though, Cowboy Nation. I think that it's a situation where is we do know that Tyron Smith – he he he's just been battling through a lot of injuries. Yeah, I think that, when when was the last time he played a full season, Cowboy Nation? Y'all put that in the comment box. Um, <clears throat> the pros are different from the college uh, law. Yeah, I, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I, pros are different from the college level. Um, let's see. Slater addresses their team in four ways. Go back and listen to Saturday Saturdays. Uh, uh, stream, yeah, yeah. If Sue was there, you take him. This is from William F. Yeah, we got to look at it like this, Cowboy Nation. We're in this thing to make this team complete. If you're trying to feel it needs to the draft, you done already lost. <laughs> if you look, look, look. If you're trying to feel it needs to the draft, you already lost badly you know it, it, it's one of those things where you can just go ahead and give yourself uh one of these you, you lost you want you want to have the solid free agency to secure yourself free agency you got known commodities versus the unknown you got highly skilled players that's coming out of the draft that you would think that, man, they'll go to this program and they'll be outstanding. But it might take them two to three years. And if you got a certain window of time, sometimes players and coaches are not allowed or given that grace period, right? Sometimes when you get a new defensive coordinator, like the Cowboys done with Quinn, and although it's just a re- changing of of I guess you're going back to what we had when Chris Richard was here and and a few of the um Rob Marinelli situations here but it'll still be something similar to that but sometimes either you can be a good defensive coordinator and then other teams especially for the Cowboys other teams start plotting and saying okay how can we get them to our team right and sometimes you can be so bad that Teams will, well, the owners and the general managers will say, okay, it's time to get rid of you. Those are crazy cycles that the NFL got to go through all the time. But if you have a system in place, a core philosophy, in a, and, and let, let's just use it like this. If you have a certain theme in place, then you, you, you are built to last and you are built to weather through the storm. Now, the problem with the Cowboys and I'm not I'm not shooting jabs at them because I, I I think the world of the Cowboys, I just think that they never stuck to a system, a principle, a philosophy. So you got to stick to something. But they just been everywhere. Oh, we're gonna be like the Patriots. Oh, we're gonna try to be like this. Oh, we're gonna try to do things like this. Oh, we're gonna be a run first team. Oh, now we're gonna be a pass happy team. Oh, now we're gonna draft defense. Oh, now we're gonna think of no, no. You gotta have a philosophy, a core, a group, the identity. You know, identity. One thing, and I hate to give them credit, and I'm just gonna give them credit for a little bit. If you guys, if you guys allow. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him credit a little bit if you guys allow. 
And and one could argue and say, well, it's easy because it's already established. But I think that he put the stamp on it. The Washington, Washington football team, however you call them, right? <laughs> they got an identity now, right? And we would really see if that identity can stick for the 2021 season. They came in. They said, okay, we're going to be a hard-nosed football team. We're going to run the rock. We're going to be playing through the echoes of the whistle on the football field as it relates to defensive side of the coin. We're going to make sure that we draft to draft again on the defense. We're going to make sure we bring in like-minded players on the defense through the free agency. Oh, we need, like the N-E-E-D, oh, we need help on the offensive side. Let's try to secure most of this stuff through the free agency, and then when we go into the draft, we won't overreach for a player. We can still bring in some offensive power. Oh, this would be a great time for the Washington team, and I'm not and I'm not giving them praises, but this would be a great time for them to develop a quarterback. So what they're looking for is they're looking for one of these quarterbacks to drop. They're not going to say, okay, they're in love with this quarterback, but they brought in a bridge quarterback now, so that's how this thing is all rolling out. Um, shout out to you, Jay Black. Appreciate you, man, for holding it down. Dallas, appreciate you for making the donation to help elevate the nation. Uh, Law, we're drafting to win within the next three years. If not, then draft Slater and trade T. Smith if he can't play the whole season. Pitts is gone. Go get a CB. Got to have you a dancing partner with the trade scenario. And one thing that I do know about the Cowboys, they don't trade their long in the tooth players, right? They don't trade guys that have been over here for like, what, six or seven years. No, 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 they don't do that. And if they did, y'all let me know who, right? They let players go for free 99. And I told uh, my dog Jay Form, I said, man, you know what? We need to do an episode on all of the players that left the Cowboys and went off to the Super Bowl. Nine times out of ten, we got nothing in return out of DeMarcus Ware. We got nothing in return out of DeMarco Murray. We got nothing in return off of Jason Witten when he left and came back, whatever it may be. We got nothing in return off of Cole Beasley. And I'm not counting compensatory picks. We got nothing in return off of Martellus Bennett. We got nothing in return off of, uh, I don't know if his contract probably ended, but Anthony Spencer. We got nothing in return off of Dez Bryant. We got nothing in return off of any of our linebackers that we had to get let go. Uh, I think uh, Anthony Hitchens um, and somebody going to reach out and say, well, we got this compensatory pick, which turned into a quarterback in these sorts. But you guys get what I'm saying. Uh, we, we pretty much – let me see if I got it right here. <laughs> you get – Nothing. We guess what we got, you know. So that's just how it goes. Three ninety nine for your mind. Appreciate you for jumping in uh, for that, though. Uh, let's see. Appreciate you. Uh, good night, Sadiqa, and good night, Miss Jessica. If you're going to bed, appreciate you guys. All right. So let me see if I can play a little bit before uh, we close out this thing. Uh, Toby, uh, they, they, they think uh, think. About Slater is he can play all five spots. Yep. Positional flex is a mother, right? 
uh, position to flex is something that you will always need. I just want to go through the top uh, top ten, and w- and with the exercise was to always see who was available when Dallas got to pick. Okay, and I just uh, you know let me go through uh, my guy number one. Starts it off with you'll see a thread here by the way. Right, Lawrence being the first overall. Next right. would be Wilson Zach, from yeah. BYU, Lance. North Dakota State. Ah, not Mac Jones. Not Mac Jones. <laughs> That's about right. Pitts at four. Okay. Florida tight end. All right. Okay. Slater at five. That'd be Cincinnati. All right. Be Northwestern yeah. left tackle. Yes. Okay. Chase would be next. Let me see if they got it right. Smith, Sewell, Fields, and then Dallas picking Sertan. Uh, yeah, let me see here. You, yeah, you took both offensive tackles off the board. You took Kyle Pitts away from me. You did get four quarterbacks in there. That would send the Cowboys to corner, and yeah. they would be very comfortable, I'd imagine. Yes. How oft, how frequently does this scenario just make it an easy decision? Like, oh, hey, that scenario actually just happened, right? Uh, I think that it was like the last mock draft that I did with the four. Um, basically, line by line, what Brian Broaders just said, that scenario just happened. We, we had Sertan. Uh, when I first started it, I, I think that the mock draft that I ran, it had Horn up there. So th- this this talent-wise uh, for, the dra- for the draft, I think that we'll still get a, a good player if we stay still with where we had a 10th pick. I think that in the second and the third round, that's when you can start willing and dealing just a little bit. But let's listen to more what he got to say. Sertan's there. Is that the only scenario where the tackles are gone, the quarterbacks are gone, and Pitts is gone, and it's like Sertan's there? Without this year yet anyway, Mm -hmm. knowing the Cowboys' plan or what they would do if one of those guys were available, I think at least in my brain, I'm thinking the only thing that would push you away from – Patrick Sertan or J.C. Horn would be if Panay Sewell, Rashawn okay. Slater, or Kyle Pitts was available. So if you can knock all those three out, I think as the Cowboys, you just sit there and you go, yep, kind of what we thought. Let's go ahead and take the guy that yeah. we kind of thought we were going to have. <laughs> now, um, Jay Black says, uh, would you trade back law? Um if you got Sertan on the board, and and I know Jay Form said he would flip a table over if he see the Cowboys drafting Sertan, but I, I believe that the Cowboys would be pressured into that situation and say, man, we can't we can't just trade back and leave Sertan on the board. Um, the, the only thing that I can see possible in that scenario, if the Cowboys trade trade at all uh will be somebody moving in and giving them an unbelievable king's ransom there and then they would say okay i got four guys that i know for sure that's in the parameters that i want and i think what we're waiting on and and just charge it to my head not my heart but i'm thinking that somebody somebody have to get information or intel from the Eagles, like who who's drafting after us? Like who's who's immediately drafting after us, or or in, like in between us, uh, uh, Cowboy Nation, if y'all know. And it will be one of those scenarios where somebody will be looking into this thing and saying, "All right, here's the situation. 
I'm trying to jump or leapfrog the Eagles because they got their eye on this guy. And it'll be, all right, so it's the Giants. So it's one of those situations. And and don't leave out the fact that there's a lot of things in play. There's a lot of things in play with Russell Wilson, right? And there will be something that will be brought up in the draft if things doesn't go right with him, there will be teams trying to give up draft picks and say, okay, we'll give you such and such, such and such for Russell Wilson, right? That's that's an option. Uh, I'll be remiss to not throw out Deshaun Watson. Somebody can say that Deshaun Watson stuff is very muddy, and some teams will say, man, I'll roll the dice. I'll give up the King's ransom for Deshaun Watson. And, that could save some other stuff that's down the line. And that we'll probably have to do a whole nother episode on that. Uh, let's see what we have here. Uh, okay, let's see the Giants. Yeah, somebody might want to leapfrog the Giants. You know, the Giants might sneak out some things that they say that they have love and adulations on, and then somebody might want to leapfrog them. Um, let's see. Y'all ain't getting Deshaun or Wilson. This is from C.L. Lawrence. This is from Fly Eagles Fly. Uh, we don't want a Deshaun Watson or or a um a a god dog on um, Wilson kid. <laughs> what I'm saying is that other teams may be giving away some draft picks, and it can be a whole nother thing that you you would never see. It can be one of those blockbuster type of trade scenarios. Marcia says uh, the Giants, Eagles, Chargers, Vikings, Patriots, Cardinals. Okay, I'm glad you put it out there. Appreciate you so much, Marcia. So, so here's the situation that can happen, and I'm not saying that will happen, Cowboy Nation. And shout out to you, Daryl, uh, for liking. Here's the situation. Uh, the Patriots might say, man, I, two tears in a bucket. I can't stand the Eagles or I can't stand the Giants. Those are the two teams that beat us in the Super Bowl once upon a time. I'm going to call the Cowboys and I'm going to give them an unbelievable opportunity to change their slot. Their slot. So it could be and it can give us a King's ransom, which I doubt it. Or it could be the Vikings. They could want to move up in front of the Giants or the Eagles and say, hey, Cowboys, how about y'all flip it with us, you know? Or it could be the Chargers. You know, it's so many things that can give us a situation where we move off from that draft pick. And if we have, like, four guys that's in that group, that tier that we really like, and we know for sure sure we still have the chance and opportunity to get said player and we getting extra picks in the second and third or whatever it may be or next year's first. Who knows? Crazy things happen. And uh, the Cowboys may parlay and dance with the Chargers, the Vikings, the Patriots, or believe it or not, those funky Cardinals, right? So that, that could be a situation. Uh, shout out to you, Young Wilson. Appreciate you. Uh, Hops, appreciate you. Thank you for all of the work you put in. Appreciate you, man, for growing the thing, man. I really appreciate you, man. Uh, donations, donations is my dog, Big Game James, would yell out. Uh, Patriots always put the emphasis on tight end. Uh, I think that they'll move up the show 
in 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 the uh, past or what have you. This is from Cabin. That that's a good observation. Let's listen to more what the broaders have to say about this. I love the dialogue. They Number got. two. And by the way, uh, five of my guys answered the other two. All right. Well, let's go ahead and cut the other two out. Yeah, I, I, I need to. I need yeah. to. And I, I guarantee you, they'll answer me later after they get out of their meeting. Gang of five. Gang of five, right now. Number two. Lawrence. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wilson. Thank you. Now I'm not sure. Lance. Uh, Lance. Okay. Yeah. Again, another general manager. Forty Niners better not look. The Forty Niners better not pass up on Trey. That's all I'm saying, man. The Forty Niners better not pass up on Trey. I got my brother. He's a diehard Forty Niner fan, and and I'm telling him he's he's sweating bullets right now. Although they picking early, that brother over there, he's sitting there like, man, if they go get Mac Jones, he might find a, a biggest bottle of Hennessy and he might down it. You know, I said, look, dog, no, 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 but man. Y'all organization, but y'all can't pass up on Trey. But Thinking go. that San Francisco is full of you know what mm-hmm. right now. Right. Lance no, at th- yeah, Lance at three. <laughs> Fields at four. Okay. Pitts or Fields, at five. Yeah. All right. Okay. Waddle at six. Oh, he's fun. Smith uh-huh. at seven. He's good. Okay. Sewell at eight. eight. All right. Sertan. At nine. Now we can talk about Rashawn Slater versus J.C. Horn. There you go. And that would be, I would think, the pick. So, yeah, Gavin, we're going to find out real quick here that we've really whittled this thing down to where it's uh, like uh, Patrick Sertan, J.C. Horn, Rashawn Slater, Panay Sewell, Kyle Pitts. Who will y'all go with? Who will y'all go with? Who y'all rolling with? Slater or Horn? Slater or Horn? <laughs> Jay Black says, "Man, you give me Slater, dog. Give me, get, get, give me Slater." Ix says, "Give me Cal Pitts." <clears throat> Ty says, "Give me the Pitts, man. This Pitts thing, man. Give me the Pitts." Yeah. Horn, horn. CJ says horn. <laughs> Toby says horn. Jay, man, they, they beating you down, man. I see all horns up in there, man. <laughs> uh, Slater and see you later. <laughs> horn versus. You're listening in to JC Horn versus Slater. <laughs> Slater. And we. <laughs> Which one? Oh my goodness. Oh, I love it. This could be a real life debate. Mm. Yeah. Horn, horn. Oh my goodness. I want to see, man, what y'all got. I'm going to let it go for another second. Horn. <laughs> uh, now, Ryder says he's going to be a bus. He got the crystal ball. What's the what the lottery numbers are? Uh, these people are going to regret drafting a cornerback this high. This for my dog, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, nah, later. Nah, law horn sounds better. You know that J. Yeah. Horn. Look. Oh my God, J. 
J4. No, 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 no. Horn equals more Claiborne in this system. Okay, in this system. <laughs> okay. Okay, because you had me you had me ready to shoot, man. You know, let's see what they say. Do we have an offensive faller, or are we taking one of those two corners? Right. In this case, general manager two took Slater. Mm. Not a bad plan. I think he's going to be a great left tackle in the league, and I think in the short term, if Tyron's healthy, he's going to be an amazing left guard in the league. Now, now here, here's the situation. This is why um, that guy, the general manager, too, uh, Brian brought his friend. It could be the guy over there in Green Bay land, or it could be the guy over there in Seattle land. Um, cause he, and it could be the guy over there in Eagles land, because I know. Brian Brothers has been mentioning all of his buddies as GM. So we can start narrowing down these guys, right? It's either it's either the Seattle Seahawks guy, the Green Bay guy, or it's the uh, Eagles guy that, that he's talking about. And I'm trying to narrow it down. We're playing uh, some, some conspiracy theory talk over here. Here's why Slater, even though if you pass up on Horn in that situation – uh, it could be a situation, whereas in the second, and maybe we got an extra pick right before the third or right at the third, you could still grab a quality cornerback within the confines of this system because we do play a lot of zone coverage. So that could be the, the finite reason why you go with the Slater situation. And like I said, listen to the Saturday. Uh, stream that we did and you guys can or the past stream that I did and you guys can figure that out yeah I agree with that and the fact that he's I think he's ready to play the guard we talked about that people within the organization think that maybe you might have this next Zach Martin if you draft this kid and play him at guard but the question Mm. is can he be that good as an offensive tackle that's the question I think the good news is like the way that it happened with Martin is I honestly believe that Zach Martin would be one of the best left tackles in football the problem is is that he had to start at right guard, and it was like, oh, he's an all-pro. He's the mm. best guard in football. Whatever will we do, mm. let him be an all-pro. Yeah, if you think he can be an all-pro, and uh, but you're worried that he might not be great at tackle, mm-hmm. that's fine because guard's open. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're, you don't have to shoehorn it over there to left tackle in any way. You, you, time is on your side. If you're, if you're drafting your insurance policy and long-term left tackle and he's accidentally an all-pro guard, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be okay. No, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. General manager number three. Lawrence. Correct. <laughs> Wilson. Right. Correct. Correct. Fields again. Okay, that's why I didn't want to offer an opinion because eventually we had to get Fields. Fields, Fields at number yeah. three. Okay. Pitts again at four at Atlanta. Hey, if you 49ers, you can't pass up on Fields and Trey, right, for that particular uh, team. You know you got good defense. You know you're going to have a good running attack. Would you pass up on, you know, Fields or would you pass up on Lance at that type of situation? I don't think so, right? Atlanta. That pick's for sale. It's going to be a quarterback. Yeah, I man, I, the, the more I talk to people there at Atlanta – they're, they think they're going to hang in there. They think they're going to hang in there. I mean, there. that's fun. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, they Kyle think, Pitts. They think they're going to hang in there, but they're, but they're fielding calls. They're definitely fielding calls in Atlanta. But they and, and there was been some rumor about the Cowboys potentially calling, and my guy in Atlanta said that's news to me. Yeah, it, that was a weird rumor because I saw yeah. it this morning, and yeah. it was from like my sports update on yeah. Twitter, and they said it was according to CBS Sports. Yeah. So I went to CBS Sports. <laughs> There's nothing anywhere on CBS Sports that says that. Yeah. So. 
Man, look, Cowboy is better than not. You know, even though it's rumors, there's truth to a little bit of this stuff and fillers and stuff like that. But they better not. We better not try to move up and pick up nobody. They better stay where they at. That's a, that, that was news. In the first round. Atlanta is open for business, by the way. You ever thought about doing that with your like Twitter account to see if it grows the following? Just like each morning, <laughs> make like, up trade rumors. Yeah. No. Here's what I'm hearing. Uh, Des Bryant talking to the Cowboys, <laughs> and when it goes away and nothing happens, who cares? As long as it got retweeted. Well, then you become Ian Rapp. Whoa! Every- <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 stand on a dog. Go ahead. No, in reality, you wow. do. Well, in, no, no. In reality, you do. Talk about it. Oh Rapp. my goodness! Yeah, in, in reality, Brian brought us. <laughs> Yo, my goodness, man. <laughs> Yo, he just he just murdering Ian Rappaport, you know. That's what you become, because if you, you, you have to be right eventually, but then you yeah. become wrong and you're wrong and you're wrong and you're wrong and people, but they still follow along, you know. I mean, it's... It, <laughs> this is ether, by the way, Brian. This is you destroying Ian Rappaport. Oh, I'm right not trying... He would say the same thing about me. Oh, he hates you? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. But, I mean, I don't hate him. I'm just saying that's what happens. <laughs> if you keep putting out stuff that's not true, eventually people will say, well, that's... Why do I, why do I listen to this? Right. Yeah, I mean, the difference is with him, he also gets fed stories. You exactly. know, being on the NFL. Saying. So you, you got to have a bunch that are to, right. You have to yeah. eventually be right. You can't yeah. just continually put Make out bad up, information. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think Peter Vesey really pushed the limit. He he might have been right only 10 or 15% of the time. Yeah. And he was yeah. sort of the inventor of that game of yeah. making stuff up. That in- Yeah, those uh, storylines of uh, them trying to, to, to spill the tea is always there, right? It's always there. <laughs> Brian is. <laughs> he try- <laughs> Brian lo- loading it up. <laughs> insiders had whispered to him the night before yeah. what if you just make an educated guess and just pretend right. it's confirmed like if i just tweet it out right now confirmed trevor mm. lawrence being selected first Urgh. it's a done deal is that irresponsible no because people would laugh at you for that <laughs> okay. yeah that's a good joke <laughs> all right yeah it's on brand also confirmed zach wilson jets yeah. number two yeah then i just have to confirm a number three and just pick a guy yeah there you go there you go okay well you finish got this thing out oh yeah pitts Pitts at four, mm-hmm. Sewell at five, mm-hmm. Chase at six, that's mm-hmm. Dolphins, Smith again, seven, mm-hmm. Lance on a trade, okay. Carolina bailing at eight. Okay. This is okay. the first time we'll see Parsons at Denver at nine. All right, so hold on, let me see here. Sewell gone, mm-hmm. Pitts gone, Slater available, Sertan and Horn available. So it's going to be Slater or Sertan? Slater. Sertan yeah. is who he picked. Hmm? Oh. Yeah. Got the game figured out yet, Gavin? <laughs> Just make your list of five guys, watch which ones come off, and then say the name. Yeah. This will be an interesting one here for you at number four, okay. general manager. Four general There's five manager. of these, by the way, the gang of seven that got back. Lawrence. Okay. Wilson. Okay. This one went Jones at three. <laughs> Fields at four to Atlanta. There we go. Chase. Pitts. Smith again. Sertan on a trade. Sertan on a trade. Who they traded with? Okay. Yeah. Lance at nine. They left us Panay Sewell. Sewell was the pick. 
See, this game is easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool, you know, the, the intrigue that there's going to be going in because the teams could do so many different kind of things. They could. And it's also cool that it's so rare that we don't end up with something good to take at 10. Yeah. It's almost well, impossible. And there will be. Like, I'm, I promise one of those corners will be there, and I think both of them will be there. But w- one of those corners will be there. Here's the last one. All and, right, and, let's go with this it. This will be interesting for you, Let's too. roll with let's it. Let's go. Lawrence. Lawrence. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Fields. Damn right. Lawrence mm-hmm. Fields, Wilson at three. Oh, Woo. Fields at two. Yeah, <gasps> Fields at two. I like it. He should have gone Woo. one, but that's fine. Pitts at four, Sewell at five, Chase at six, Smith again at seven, Lance on a trade, Sertan nine. All right, so ten. We have J.C. Horn and we have Rashawn Slater, but you said it's going to be different. So it's going to be Horn. Wild ass at us, Parsons. This this guy is a. Director of player personnel, he picked Horn. Horn. Okay. Yeah. He picked Horn in this thing. He just said Dallas needs cornerbacks too much, and he said they're going to pick Horn. Even with Sertan going ahead of them, he feels like that that's what's going to happen. Rock and roll. Man, man, oh man, man, oh man. So that was the end of that one, Cowboy Nation. Y'all can just rewind and watch the rest of it or listen to the rest of it. Uh, and my thing is, wow, you know, uh, let me do this right quick. For those who uh, want to re-listen to that particular episode, give me one second, Cowboy Nation. Give me one second. I'm going to try to post it in the chat uh, here so you guys can rewind and and then just put it on your mind there. Uh, There it is in the chat. And uh, Brian Broaddus gave his uh, analysis there. Let me see if I can put that over here. And bam. This this is the uh, deal here. All right, so uh, if that is all to be posted there, there we go. Um, that's a gang of seven. He got more. Uh, the full episode is actually uh, somewhere in the bottom of it. So, yeah, you can click that link and go to the full episode and, and listen to him from Audacity. That's 105.3 The Fan. And, um, <clears throat> oh, my goodness. I'm like this. Uh, if and this is just my mindset, if Pitts is there somehow, you grab Pitts. But if one of the offensive linemen are there, you grab them. Um, if the tents, this is just my thoughts. My This is my opinion, and it's just, just, just me. If Pitts is there at the tent pick, y'all write it down, I'm, law is saying you go grab him, right? If one of the offensive linemen fool around and sneak down there, uh, like the Slater or Sewell, those are the only two. Elijah Vera Tucker, I, I, I like him, but I'm, 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 I'm still, I painted myself to believe that Sewell, Slater, Elijah Vera Tucker, you know. So, and, and there's a gap between Slater and, and Elijah Vera Tucker. So you guys can can, can beat me down. And, and I know some people like the Jenkins kid. Uh, I believe he played for Cincinnati. His, his name is, uh, I think his name is the tip of my, my tongue. Uh, but the Jenkins kid. Uh, some people like him. But uh, that's just my philosophy. Um, if a team is willing to trade with you, they got to give you a king's ransom. And y'all know. I love a L-O-V-E defense, and I think that defense win championships. 
I think that you can then finagle if somebody is willing to give you a king's ransom, you can start finagling. Uh, look, Greg Newsom is out there. You got uh, Kelvin uh, Joseph kid out there. You got uh, uh, Ifutu Melafonwu is out there. You got some DBs and, and Ashante Samuel, and you got some DBs out there that can give you some good DB play within the confines of this system. Um, Toby says, I'm taking pitch regardless. I'm actually thinking Makai Parson is a very much in the play. This is from Kyle Cullen. Hey, if Parson is there and if the Cowboys got him, the eyes on the board, look, I'm still falling on the sword, and I'm telling everybody it's still BPA. I don't know how the Cowboys draft board is, but if somehow in a strange world that they got Parson above any of those offensive linemen or even in their world, in their world, if they got Parson above Pitts and if that board falls and Parson is there versus Pitts, then they should go with their best player available. That's all I'm saying. Now, if the tags are touching, then uh, you lean on where the team need the most help at. But uh, it would be hard-pressed to pass up on somebody that you know for sure that can cause the opposing team to stay up extra, you know. <laughs> and teams will be trying to do that if you have a pitch. And I know it's like, uh, Law, you, you, you're talking all of this stuff left and right. Uh, teams will not be staying up all night just trying to stop pits. Teams will figure out how to stop pits. Jarwin, teams will figure out how to stop um, uh, Lamb and Coop and um, and Gallup, or we should go in the trade scenario with Gallup. And, and let's not forget about Jamar Chase. Let's not forget about uh, the Waddle kid, and let's not forget about uh, Devontae Smith. If any of those guys or in that wheelhouse. Uh, Jay Form said the Cowboys in 2016 was heavy on defense. We saw how that turned out. Jalen and Anthony are left. Um, you, hey, you, you speak in nothing but the truth, and I'm quite sure, Jay, that there's a gang of Cowboy fans that are really ready to get rid of Jalen and Anthony. Maybe for uh, something for maybe fourth, fifth round draft picks, I believe, that they're ready to get rid of those guys. Along, would you consider defensive edge guy Gregory Russo from Miami at the 10th spot? Um, If he's high on the board and you got that squeeze action on um, – on Tank, and if you're really not sold on what he can do. My thing is with Tank Law, <clears throat> I hate to say this, but I believe I believe that he, he is a, a, a situation away from being, from being undervalued in a sense because of the fact that we never, we never, ever, we never, ever kind of got it right from the interior. You know, um, my thing is this guy is so good against the run, right? He's so good when it's one-on-one. And he's not the guy that's going to have a lot of band action off you, but he sometimes get doubled and triple teamed. And my thing is the Cowboys, collectively speaking, you know, the, the fans, we, we look at it like, oh, we want – everybody got a reason, but results are what matter. And this kid continue to get his butt whooped. How, how he can't win – how he can't beat the two or the three guys, right? And I think that he's been graded so hard because he got paid. I think that the Cowboys should 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 have a, another look at D-Law with the looks of 
bringing in a big boy that can gobble up and win his one-on-ones from the interior. Uh, Jay Black says no edge. Yeah. Hey, John, appreciate you, man. Thank you for joining in. <laughs> Good night, man. Uh, really appreciate those. I'm about to call it in, too. I got four more minutes uh, before the top of the hour. But I really appreciate you guys for jumping in and being part of the show uh, uh, tonight. You know, I got to find time to jump on, but I really appreciate everybody. I, I apologize if I ever come off too too vicious and, and, and too raw for, for certain people's ears, but that's just how I am. Um, but hey, Cowboy Nation, continue to push your mind to higher elevations, right? Continue to find ways to create new persons within yourself and create ways to demolish your goals, set them and destroy them, right? And and that's what we got to do in life. We got to sit out here and find ways to destroy our goals and achieve them and then set new ones, right? So, Cowboy Nation, let's continue to grind and shine. Let's focus and push our mind to the right locations. Let's continue to elevate and be better than what we were and reinvent ourselves in the best way possible. Uh, Jay Lombardi says, one tech, one tech, one tech law. Yes, we need a true one tech in the house. I think that D-Law had a great situation when he had that big boy, uh, David Irvin, in the house, you know, when he had somebody like that. Write this down, Cowboy Nation. Write this down. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tawdry and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you will gladly go out there and sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you are simply... Oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity with faith, hope and confidence and stern pertinacity. If neither cold, poverty or famish or fame or sickness of body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want. If dogged and grim and besieged and beset it with the help of almighty cowboy nation, regardless of what you're rooting for and what your determination and heart is for. You will get it, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to grind and shine, baby. That's been my time. My name is Law Nation. I really appreciate you. Mama, I love you. Tell Pookie and Ray Ray we're going to be there. Let's go. Let's continue to grind, baby. Turn me up. Yeah. 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 Come on, Cowboy Nation. Less than 22 days, I believe, that this team will change, right? Less than those amount of days, we'll be looking at this thing and we'll be saying, okay, we got a new passion, we got a new vibe, we got a new optimism, we got a new new approach to this thing. It's a brand new season. What we saw last year was gone. What we saw the previous year is gone. It's a new philosophy as it relates to defense. It's a new situation with the offense. Now these guys are going to be working out together even more. I got tape out there of Cedric Wilson. He doing his thing. Chris Lacey, DeSoto on. He's out there for the Cowboys doing his thing. It's the, it's the small people. We're not calling them small, but it's the little things that you do sometimes. You never know, right? 
Look, nobody saw Terrell Owens coming out of the 49ers land when he did, out of the third round draft pick guy. Nobody saw uh, Cole Beasley all of a sudden tearing this thing up, right? Nobody saw some of these guys that was able to climb up through the roster. And it can flat out happen. Ain't that right, Sadiq with Charles? Ain't that right, Derek Thomas? Ain't that right, JP? I see you, fam. Jay Lombardi, Rue Glock holding it down. And the other Jays got a lot of Jays up in here. Let's go. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to grind and shine. We out, baby. Turn me up. Turn me up. Where my fire at, baby? This episode will be also rebroadcasted. Let me turn it down just a little bit. This episode will also be rebroadcast on the Law Nation page. Really appreciate you. Let's go. the city i don't feel safe in my ass took so many years i'm just waiting for the wins i'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins i do it for real there's no reason to pretend if i do it once i do it again add it up, add it up. yo
all me, everything is on me, gon' back it up. Shout out to Playboy. Appreciate you, Jay Black. Big with y'all. Let's go. Y'all be good. Salute to Rue. Glock. Appreciate you.